From the brains behind Brains On, it's Smash Boom Best. The show for people with big opinions. Hi, I'm Molly Bloom, and this is Smash Boom Best, the show where we take two things, smash them together, and ask you to decide which one is best. Today's debate is an extreme animal face-off. One team is large, in charge, and loves to eat peanuts. The other is smaller than a peanut, but stronger than steel. It's tardigrades versus elephants. Over on Team Tardigrades, it's actor, director, playwright, and creative extraordinaire, Duck Washington. Get ready to have a tardigrade time. (laughs) And for Team Tusks, it's actor, writer, instructor, improv maven, and elephant enthusiast, Lauren Anderson. Sound the trumpets for all you elephantanics. (laughs) And here to judge it all is Bijou from St. Paul, Minnesota. Bijou loves theater, drawing, stickers, and even makes their own podcast. Welcome, Bijou. Hi there. So, Bijou, you love stickers. Mm -hmm. You have your own sticker shop? That I do. Oh my gosh, please tell us about it. Yeah, I make all my stickers by hand. I design them myself. Um, My personal favorite are these little cows. They're just cows. Um, But (laughs) their spots are the colors of different pride flags. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Very, very cool. Well, who will Bijou choose? Only they can tell. Bijou, are you ready to judge this thing? Oh, I'm very ready. Wonderful. Before we get into this debate, it's time to review the rules of the game. Round one is the Declaration of Greatness, where our debaters present fact-filled arguments in favor of their side, and they each have 30 seconds to rebut their opponent's statements. Then we've got the micro-round, where each team will present a creative response to a prompt they received in advance. Round three is the sneak attack, where our debaters will have to respond to an improv challenge on the spot. And to wrap it all up, we've got the final six, where each team will have just six words to sum up the glory of their side. Our judge Bijou will award two points in the first round, one for their favorite rebuttal, the other for the declaration they liked best. Then they'll award one point in each round after that, but they'll keep their decisions top secret until the end of the debate. Listeners, we want you to judge too. Mark down your points as you listen. At the end of the show, head to our website, smashboom.org, and vote for whichever team you think won. Okay, Lauren, Duck, and Bijou, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Let's get it on. Let's do this. Wonderful. Then it's time for the Declaration of Greatness. We flipped a coin, and Duck, you're up first. Tell us why tardigrades are top tier. Hello, hello, and welcome to the world's greatest game show, Extreme Tardigrade. We've got three eight-legged microorganisms ready to expose themselves to the most extreme conditions in the world and beyond. Say hello to our hearty contestants. Hey, stop, y'all. <laughs> My name's Charlie. I'm a tardigrade, and since I'm 0.06 millimeters long, people say I'm pretty swole. I eat plants and can survive literally everything. Vicky's in the house. I'm also a tardigrade, originally from New York, but I've been found living in Australia, Antarctica, and even outer space. You better watch out. Just because I'm a water bear doesn't mean I'm cuddly. Mama bear's got claws. Hey there, whippersnappers. My name's Michael, and I'm a tardigrade too. I know quite a few things, partially because I was a Rhodes Scholar, but mainly because I'm 110 years old. Wow, that is an extreme group of tardigrades. 
Y'all ready to travel the world to see who's the most extreme? I was laid ready. Wow, what an aggressive group of microscopic animals. Tardigrades go by many names. Moss piglets, water bears, or my personal nickname, itty-bitty gritty potato monsters. They've also got eight stubby legs and a puffy panda-like body that would be so huggable if you could hug them. They're actually smaller than the tip of a pencil. Uh, Tardigrades live in wet areas and eat tiny bits of plants and microscopic creatures. But don't be fooled by the cuteness overload. These little guys can survive some of the most dangerous conditions in the world. Yeah, because we're hardcore! Yes, but also because they're really good at getting rid of water from their tiny bodies. You see, when the going gets tough, tardigrades get... Dehydrated! They enter a special state called cryptobiosis. In this form, they lose 97% of the water in their bodies. When you're as small as they are, losing that much water makes your cells extremely hard to destroy. So when they are dried out like this... They can endure a lot. Oh, yeah! Which is why I'm not afraid of jumping in this rocket headed straight to the moon! Whatever! I'm jumping into the deepest trench in the ocean! Oh, yeah? Well, I'm gonna get hit by an asteroid. Now that is extreme, but those are all situations these tardigrades can survive. Some of it is due to those drying up powers, but scientists say there's probably more to it that we just haven't figured out yet. Their toughness makes them natural explorers. Tardigrades are usually the first ones to find and live in uninhabited spaces. Then, their micropredators like amoebas and nematodes follow them into these new areas. Soon, there's a thriving mini-ecosystem building up around these little micro-piglets. That's why scientists believe that tardigrades may have been the first animals to leave the ocean and live on land. Why, I'm a real explorer. I make Marco Polo look like a Cub Scout. That's quite the claim, but it's true. You can find tardigrades everywhere. In the hot springs of the Himalayas, the bone-chilling ice of the Antarctic, they may even be on the moon. Not because they have a teeny tiny space program, although cute, but because they probably hitched a ride on our rockets and landed on the moon without dying. But you don't have to go to all the trouble of going to the moon to find a tardigrade. Just check out your very own backyard. Collect a small clump of moss. Place that moss in a shallow dish to soak in water overnight. Then lightly squeeze the water from the soaked moss into a Petri dish. If you look at the water in a microscope, you'll probably find tardigrades in there. It's time to announce the winner and declare the most extreme tardigrade in the world. And you know what? It's a tie! All three of us are the most extreme? Nope, it's over a one billion way tie. There are so many tardigrades out there that naming the most extreme is practically impossible. No! Participation trophies are not extreme! An extremely delightful declaration there for tardigrades. Thank you. 
Bijou, what stood out to you about Duck's argument? Well, first off, I really enjoyed the extreme format. That was <laughs> very entertaining. I liked that a lot. I knew that tardigrades were microscopic and could survive anything, but I was very interested to learn like just exactly how that worked. And for them to have live in space, I didn't know they could do that. That's really cool. And I really like the tutorial on how to see tardigrades yourself. That's awesome. We aim to be helpful. <laughs> All right, Lauren, it's time for your rebuttal. You've got 30 seconds to stomp Duck's argument. And your time starts now. All right, why would you be a moss piglet when you could be a boss biglet like the elephants? I mean, why settle for surviving when you could be thriving like the mighty elephant? And if tardigrades are everywhere, that must mean that they're not that special. I mean, dehydrated? What are tardigrades afraid of? Are they tarda afraid of water? <laughs> Speaking of water, elephants literally drink millions of tardigrades for breakfast. Like, literally. (laughs) All right, gloves off. Gloves gloves off. I'm (laughs) right. All right, Lauren, I want to hear more about those elephants. Tell us why they are extraordinary. When my siblings and I were born, our mom gave us each an animal to inspire us as we grew up. Marna got the bear, Kevin got the lion, Timmy got the tiger, Abigail got the giraffe, and I got... The Mighty Elephant! And I've been obsessed ever since. I have over 300 elephant objects in my house, from potted plants to bookends, even an elephant toothbrush. I relate to them, too. Is that because my mom chose this creature for me, or was I born this way? I called her to find out. Well, therein lies the mystery, you know, the the nature versus nurture. Yeah. Um, elephants, you know, they're very compassionate. They care about one another. You do see them care for their dead. You do see them protect their children. They're, they're fierce. They're brave. They're extremely large, but they're gentle. They remember. <laughs> yeah. They're loyal. There are many things that I would describe you as. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. Thanks, Ma. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. <sighs> She's right. Elephants are amazing. For starters, they're the biggest land animals on Earth. They're found in Asia and Africa, and African savanna elephants are the biggest species. Adult males can be the height of a basketball hoop and weigh as much as three cars. But these giants are gentle animals that show us how to love, communicate, and be good to our friends and family. For example, female elephants live in herds and work together to take care of their young. If a baby elephant complains, the entire family will go over to soothe it. They're also constantly communicating with each other. They use that classic trumpet call, touch, scent, body language, and even seismic signals to send each other messages. Seismic signals are vibrations that travel through the earth. And elephants make them by singing. Elephant voices are so low, humans can't hear most of these songs. But elephants use their feet to feel the rumbles up to 20 miles away. Hey, Marsha. Have you heard from the herd? 
I don't know where they stomped off to. Ooh, getting a rumble now. My toes will know. Elephants are also known as the gardeners of the planet. One reason, they're poop. The mighty elephant takes a mighty poop. (laughs) And they produce between 200 and 250 pounds of it a day. And that poop is usually full of seeds that can help grow new plants. Wow, Marsha, you never stop gardening, do you? Poo-poo, it's just what I do. Elephants shape their environment, too, by creating paths and digging watering holes for other animals to enjoy during dry seasons. They have even been known to stomp out forest fires. Finally, you've probably heard that an elephant never forgets. That's because elephants have excellent memories. One of my favorite stories about their amazing minds stars an elephant named Shirley. When Shirley was just five years old, she was captured in Indonesia and sold to a circus. She performed all over the world for over 25 years. And when she finally retired, she was sent to live at a small zoo where she was the only elephant. She was well cared for, but very lonely. After years without seeing an elephant friend, Shirley was sent to an elephant sanctuary in Tennessee and something amazing happened. She was put in a pen next to another elephant named Jenny, who she'd been in the circus with 23 years earlier. And they remembered each other. They were so excited to see each other that they bent the steel bars separating them to get closer. Once they were reunited, they held each other with their trunks and they were inseparable for the next seven years. Elephants are enormously awesome with enormous hearts to match. Tardigrades? More like tarda played out. Let's hear it for the elegant, benevolent elephants. Wow. A truly unforgettable declaration of greatness there about elephants. <laughs> Thank you. Bijou, what stood out to you about Lauren's argument? Well, to start off, I thought the like personal element of the call from your mom was really nice. I thought the seismic signals part was very interesting. I did not know that. And the story about Shirley was awesome. I had always heard elephants never forget. Yeah, it's a beautiful story. There's a, you know, video online and every time I, I've watched it multiple times and I cry every time, <laughs> even though I know it's coming. <laughs> All right, Duck, it's time for your rebuttal. You have 30 seconds to tell us why these tuskers are irrelevant. <laughs> and your time starts now. Well, I'm glad that Shirley and Jenny have people like Lauren looking out for them because they need all the help that they can get. Pack your trunks, <laughs> elephants. You're going away. Destination extinction. Oh. Yeah. I mean, tardigrades don't have to worry about that. They were here before the elephants, and they'll be here long after the elephants. Oh. And that's fine because elephants are actually really dangerous. About 500 people a year are killed by elephants. And you don't have to worry about tardigrades taking your rights away. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we have a lot to work with there. (laughs) (laughs) Bijou, it's time to award some points. You should give one point to the Declaration of Greatness that you liked best and one point to the most awesome rebuttal. You get to decide what makes a winning argument. Did one team make you laugh? Maybe someone used the legendary logic. Award your points, but don't tell us who's getting them. 
Both could go to the same person. One could go to each. It's up to you. Have you made your decision? I have. Wonderful. Lauren and Duck, how are you two feeling so far? Ooh, pumped and ready for the next round of this bout. I'm, you know, I'm dancing. I'm dancing. (laughs) Dancing around. You know, elephants make excellent dancers, by the way. Tardigrades, do they dance? Uh, well, they have a bunch of, of little pudgy feet, which means that they can do some really unique choreography. <laughs> All right, it's time for a quick break, a munch on some algae or trumpet around. And we'll be right back with more Smash Boom Best. Hey, Debaterinos, Todd Douglas here with argumentation maven Taylor Lincoln, and she's got a big old logical fallacy on the line. That's right, Todd. Logical fallacies are debate no-nos that make your arguments easy to destroy. And this one is called a straw man fallacy. That's when you exaggerate your opponent's argument so it's easier to attack. Pew, 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 pew. And this fallacy is going down. Check it out. Elijah, enough with the video games. Outside, now. What? You want me to live outside? Ugh. That's not what I said. That's pretty extreme, Dad. I understand that you don't like how much I play video games, but thinking I need to live like this paleo lifestyle is out of control. Just because my ancestors spent their days sleeping under the stars, sharpening sticks, and running around killing animals doesn't mean I need to, too. I just think you should spend more time living in the forest inside of a hollow tree with only the little forest animals to keep me company. Ugh, Dad, that's no way for a kid to grow up. Wowza! That dad did not just tell his son to live in the forest. He just wanted the kid to get some air. That was a big-time straw man fallacy. But... It does sound kind of nice to have little forest animals as friends. I know, like that little chipmunk over there. Hey, chipmunk, what are you doing later? Want to go get pizza with us? We'll see you next time on State State of of Debate. Debate. are listening to Smash Boom Best. I'm your host, Molly Bloom. And I'm your judge, Bijou. And we love getting debate suggestions from our listeners. Take a listen to this awesome debate idea from Kate. My Smash Boom Best idea is kids versus grown-ups. How about team teenagers? Best of both worlds. We'll check back with Kate at the end of this episode to see which side she thinks should win. And now it's back to today's debate. Tardigrades versus elephants. That's right, and it's time for round two, the micro round. Today's micro round challenge is called Babysitter. Duck and Lauren, we asked you two to tell us why we should hire your team to take care of some human kids. Duck went first last time, so Lauren, you're up. Tell us why elephants are excellent sitters. Looking for supercalifragilisticexpialidocious child care? Join Elsie's Elephant Herd. The world-renowned Mary Poppins of Pachyderms is here to care for your child. 
our herd is huge, so there will be plenty of friends for your little tyke to play with. Have an arty kid? Where we've been known to dance with ribbons and paint pretty pictures. Got more of a sporty child? We offer swimming lessons, cause elephants are excellent swimmers. And come snack time, we'll never feed your child spoonfuls of sugar, because we elephants prefer leafy greens. But Elsie, you might ask, my child is a real handful. Can you handle a kid so precocious? Well, frankly, the sound of that is something quite atrocious. But fear not! We elephants have really thick skin. Like, literally. It's like 2.5 centimeters thick in most places. Nothing gets to us. And remember, an elephant never forgets. Truly, your phone number, where you keep the pasta, all of your kids' favorite board games, it'll go in one giant ear and it will stay there forever. In the most delightful way. So don't just sit around feeding the birds. Go fly a kite and leave your little one with us. The Mary Poppins of Pachyderms has got you covered. Is she available this Saturday? <laughs> Could be. Yes. Very useful. <laughs> All right, Duck, it is your turn. Why should we trust our tykes with tardigrades? Hello? Is anyone there? Down here. I- I'm Terrence the tardigrade. I- I'm here for the babysitting job. But you're so tiny. <laughs> Indeed I am. But our size is just one of the things that makes tardigrades awesome babysitters. Unlike some other <coughs> giant babysitters, kids find me super approachable and cute. I'm pocket-sized. Plus, if little baby Sophie is near a scary fire or abducted by aliens, I won't be afraid. Radiation, extreme temperatures, the vastness of space. I can survive it all. Great. I'm glad to know you won't freeze when my husband turns the thermostat down. (laughs) What other qualifications do you have? Well... When Sophie feels lonely, I'll hug her using all eight of my cute, pudgy arms. And I can't starve, so I'm cheap to feed. Uh, Can I be transparent with you? Please, go ahead. Uh, Oh, I I don't have secrets. I meant, can I be transparent, like see-through? Because that's how I naturally am. Oh, neat. That must help you keep an eye on kids without them noticing. Technically, my eyes are pretty simple and I can't see much, but I will 100% keep them on her. You're hired. Unconventional choice, but also interested. So please (laughs) give me the number. You got it. Bijou, what did you like best about Lauren and Duck's micro rounds? Well, I thought the Mary Poppins references and the elephant ones were so fun. I love Mary Poppins. (laughs) Great movie. I thought how... The tardigrade, just the little tardigrade character was very funny. I enjoyed (laughs) him a lot. All right. It's time to award another point. That criteria is totally up to you. It could be the babysitter you most want to hire, the one who sounds fun to hang out with. Maybe some facts were snuck in there. They made you laugh. Up to you who gets the point. Just a spoonful of sugar makes the elephants go down. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Bijou, have you made your decision? Yes, I have. 
fantastic. And then it's time for our third round, the super stealthy <laughs> sneak attack. Your sneak attack is called Oscar winning moment. For this challenge, we want you to pretend that your side is the star of the next best motion picture. Make up a scene on the spot that deserves an Oscar nom. We want drama, eye-popping effects, incredible costumes. Before you start, tell us a bit about the movie, your character, and where your scene lands in the story. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Lauren went first last time, so duck, you are up. Time to floor us with a tremendous tardigrade performance. All right. So uh, this is for uh, tardigrade crews uh, from from the movie Top Water Bug. Uh, and this is the scene where uh, where tardigrade crews has to talk to his uh, his his partner who died, who was an elephant's son, into into how to be brave. Elephant, I know, th- I know that you don't trust me because when our plane went down, your father died and I survived. But I just want you to know that, that it is okay. There are elephants who have flown before. <laughs> Dumbo is the one I can think of, but there have been some that have, been, have flown before. And I, I think that you can do it too. Just because your father couldn't survive the explosion or the the missile doesn't doesn't mean that that you have to to suffer the same fate. I mean, I walked away just fine, and I believe I believe if you just try to be a little bit more like me and a little bit less like your elephant father, then perhaps, just perhaps, <laughs> you too can 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 be one of the best pilots that this this <laughs> navy extreme force has ever seen. Wow. Gorgeous. The Academy reaching for the Kleenex. Oh, wonderful. All right. Amazing. Lauren, we're ready for your elevated elephant monologue. Oh, well, uh, this this movie takes place on the African savanna. And um I am um I will be playing the part of uh Ella Fitzgerald. <laughs> <laughs> who is the matriarch of her herd. And the movie, this is her Oscar-winning clip from the movie Like Water for Chocolate for Elephants. <laughs> My humble herd, I know I have led you all astray. I am responsible for tracking the migration patterns so that we all may seek water. But I have led you to the chocolate rivers of Willy Wonka. (laughs) And we cannot survive on chocolate alone. But I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you this right here, right now. The elephants can eat anything we choose. So if we put our minds together, we can suck down this (laughs) chocolate river. And lead us to a bigger tomorrow. Now who's with me? Sound the trumpets, elephants. Sound the trumpets. Oh, wow. Wow. What a moment. (laughs) I mean, Unforgettable. Truly. Absolutely. Amazing. You've never seen anything like it. (laughs) 
All right, Bijou, think about which side impressed you the most and award your fourth point. Again, criteria totally up to you. Who would you give an Oscar to? Which movie would you see again? Which would inspire the best sticker collection? We want to know. This one is tricky for sure. Have you made your decision? Yes. Yes, I have. Perfect. Then it's time for our final round. The final six. Lauren, you've got six words to tell us why elephants are elite. All right. Here we go. Confident, benevolent, large, and in charge. Oh, very nice. All right, Duck, it's time to prove why tardigrades are never tardy to the party. Let's hear your final six. Elephants are gone. Tardigrades still here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, Bijou, time to award your final point for this final six. Have you made your decision? Yes, I have. Wonderful. Please tally your points. Are you ready to crown one team the Smash Boom Best? That I am. Drum roll, please. And the winner is... Tardigrades! Yeah! Yeah! Extreme! Oh, Bijou! (laughs) I'm tarded dismayed. Bijou, was there a moment that really sealed the deal for tardigrades? I really just appreciated tardigrade cruise. That was mm. that is a pun that really got to me. <laughs> um, tardigrade cruise has that star power. Yeah. It was it was very close though. <laughs> Thank you. Well, elephants are so benevolent that they're very forgiving. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Lauren, I gotta say, I I know a lot about elephants already, but knowing your personal connection to elephants is really kind of inspiring. I'm a huge animal fan all around. And so to know that some of our more endangered creatures have uh, amazing people looking after them, I think, is is really special. Because I would love for people to be able to enjoy elephants as long as they they possibly can. Uh, Well, Doc, before this podcast, I didn't know about tardigrades at all. I never learned about them in school, and uh, the fact that they're called, like, water bears. Bears are my second favorite animal, so I was like, oh, they're like water teddy bears, because they are kind of cute, even though they they are also kind of gross, (laughs) but in, like, a cool way. Um, And I love, I love the fact that they are such, that they can survive anything. I think one of the strongest things to know about yourself is to go through something difficult, survive it, and meet yourself on the other side. So the fact that they do that daily in any kind of condition, mad respect for the tardigrade. Absolutely. And they survived today's smash boom (laughs) battle. That's it for today. Bijou crowned tardigrades the smash boom best, but what about you? Head to smashboom.org and vote to tell us who you think won. Smash Boom Best is brought to you by Brains On and APM Studios. It's produced by Molly Bloom, Rosie DuPont, Ruby Guthrie, and Aaron Waldeslassi. We had engineering help from Josh Savageo with sound design by Rachel Brees. Our editors are Shayla Farzan and Sandin Totten. And we had production help from Anna Goldfield, Mark Sanchez, Anna Wego, and Nico Gonzalez-Whistler. Our executive producer is Beth Perlman, and the APM Studios executives in charge are Chandra Kavati, Alex Shaffert, and Joanne Griffith. Our announcer is Marley Feuerwerker Otto, and we want to give a special thanks to Austin Cross and Taylor Kaufman. Duck, is there anyone you'd like to give a shout-out to today? Yeah, I would lo- love to give uh, a shout-out to my first employer, Potter Park Zoo of Lansing, Michigan, uh, who really instilled to me uh, a lot of my love for all things animal. 
all. And how about you, Lauren? Any special shout out? Yes, I'd like to shout out my mom, Janice Jacobson, for her uh, special guest appearance and for instilling a love of animals and especially elephants in me at a very early age. Wonderful. And Bijou, any special thanks or shout outs? I'd like to shout out my parents. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. Um, and I'd like to shout out Miss Rocco at Highland Park for uh, showing me this opportunity. Very cool. Before we go, let's check in with Kate and see who she thinks should win her kids versus grown-ups debate. I think kids should win because they play together a lot. Do you have an idea for a knockdown drag out debate? Head to smashboom.org and tell us about it. We'll be back with a new debate battle next week. Ta-ta! See you later! I think we uh, knocked the elephants off that one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>